Is there a link between higher education and cardiovascular health? One medical expert thinks so. InfoTrack's Roy Mackey brings us this report. Roy? Thank you, Chris. Jared Magnani is a cardiologist from the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center and Associate Professor of Medicine at the University of Pittsburgh School of Medicine. Doctor, you recently led a study that examined how a person's education early in life may affect their cardiovascular health decades down the road. Before we hear the results, what caused you to take a look at this connection in the first place? My team and I have been interested in the association of social factors in relation to longitudinal risk for cardiovascular disease. And we know that a lot of health behaviors like smoking, physical activity, and diet are very much related to whether or not somebody has a heart attack. But we also would like to ask about whether or not how they live, where they live, might be related to their health outcome as well. Your study's data included 40,000 men and women, and it spanned 1985 to 2015. Tell us what you found in terms of how education affects later cardiovascular health. Well, our results were pretty interesting, and we were able to leverage a project which pools data from multiple community-based cohorts, and thereby arriving at that number of over 40,000 individuals. We examined education as categorized by whether or not somebody had graduated from high school to high school, whether they had some college, and whether they were a college graduate, these four categories. And we looked over the course of their lifetime, multiple decades, in the relation of their educational attainment and their cumulative risk of having a heart event. We found that people with lower education, such as those who particularly did not complete high school, were definitely at far increased risk, about 1.4 to 1.7 times those who had graduated from college. Did you find any significant differences between men and women or differing racial groups? Our primary analysis did examine men and women differently because we know that men and women have different rates of heart disease, and we did find that results were consistent. It was interesting to see that among women, the results were significantly more than they were with men in terms of the association of education with heart disease. We did look at analyses by race, and we found that there was a difference in terms of a gradient of risk between those of black and white race. So education is protective in those of any race, but it's more so in those of white race, we found, than in those of black race. And across the board, the risk of heart disease was higher in our study participants who were of black race. You also found an age difference in terms of how early someone may experience one of these health issues. Can you maybe fill in some details there on how early or how big the differences were? When we looked at whether or not somebody had a heart event, we found that those who were younger were more likely to have a heart event during their lifetime than those who were older. So we looked at those who were age 40 to 59 and onwards, and those who were in the older age group, and found that the younger individuals had a greater risk of heart disease. What theories do you have as to the reasons behind these differences, both overall and also the significant difference you mentioned between men and women? I would like us to look at education as a proxy for social and economic status. We know that education is completed pretty early in the course of one's life, but in our study, we found that it had implications for health all the way across the lifespan, multiple decades further. What we know is that those who have higher education 
have more vocational opportunity, and therefore can gain more social resources. And with that comes access to healthcare and also access to intangible things like healthier foods and neighborhoods that are in greater proximity to places where people can engage in recreation, obtain healthier foods, and have less exposures to industrial factors like noise and pollution that longitudinally will also be associated with risk of heart disease. You were examining cardiovascular events. I would assume that this also translates to just general longevity, how long people live in comparison to their educational levels. There are very compelling data that people who have limited education have what we call the health span diminished. That is, their years of healthy living are diminished, and as well, their overall lifespan is shorter. Again, I think that this is strongly related to the fact that education is a gateway towards enhancement of social resources. Were the results of this study surprising to you in any way? What I thought was really interesting is that other studies have similarly examined the association of education with health outcomes. We were able to do a statistical comparison to incorporate the competing risk of somebody having an earlier death. Secondly, we were able to examine the association of education long-term across multiple decades, and that, I think, was highly innovative. So while our results weren't surprising, they do add a tremendous amount to the field in terms of understanding what education contributes in terms of people's health long-term. Do you have any final words, maybe a takeaway message for the average American regarding your findings? Probably the foremost message that we have is that education is a modifiable risk factor. It's something that we can really advance and improve upon early in life. If it has longitudinal associations with health, then there's tremendous opportunity to not only diminish adversity, but also to save health-related resources. Think about it. Education as an upstream factor associated with longitudinal health, we can invest more in education, particularly after COVID, when we've seen so many disparities in terms of how education was diminished, particularly for higher risk groups, those with social disadvantage. So the message really here, I think, is that a program and intervention early in life that all of us take for granted by enhancing it can have health benefits for decades to come. Dr. Jared Magnani, cardiologist from the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center and the University of Pittsburgh School of Medicine. Thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you for the opportunity. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. That wraps up another edition of InfoTrack. Our executive producer is Randy Meyer, and I'm your host, Chris Whitting, inviting you to join us next week for another edition of InfoTrack.